I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 19. Woo! <laughs> Caleb Helenthal is back in the house. What up? Back at it again. So I don't know if we'll need to introduce you, but um, do you ever think we're going to get a whiteboard back? Uh, we'll see. Hopefully before the semester ends. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully that sign too. I mean, we have this giant door. How'd this door get in our house? Uh, like, we just, just found it. We just found it one day, just, uh-huh. just you know, not being used. And so we just decided to, you know, take it. Was it someone's door? <laughs> um, probably at some point, but now it's ours, so. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so how how classes started off for you? Good. Uh, yeah, just first week, so we mm-hmm. don't have a lot going on. I just finished my first assignments today, and mm-hmm. it felt good to get them done. So yeah, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have, I mean, Caleb, I I think it's just like I've been pretty lonely lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this. I, I'm <laughs> so lonely. Yeah. I need help. Why is that? <laughs> Well, today, we're talking about loneliness, mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, um, I intentionally wanted Caleb to do this again also, and I, <laughs> we've thought of a lot about this, like, I'll be walking through the room, or you'll be walking through the room, and be like, hey, Caleb, like, what do you think about this, about loneliness, or mm-hmm. you, you were like, oh, I was thinking about this for loneliness the other day, so we've been talking about wanting to do this podcast, and I think it's something that in the age of Corona, <laughs> it happens a lot, and um, especially in internet age and all this stuff. And if you're a young person, I feel like you may be able to feel it more intensely, more intensely than most people. And yeah, so I'm excited for Caleb to have to talk about this. And just for the the point, do you have experienced this on your own, on more of a level of like? How do I handle this? How do I deal with this biblically? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like as a Christian, we want to take our loneliness um, and take it to God. And so, and I think in the heart of loneliness, we can find the sweetest companionship. Like, and that's why I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to talk about being lonely, just that, because I think that when we dig into it and you find that our loneliness can take us somewhere that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited for that. That This feeling of loneliness is inevitable, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you have people in a room, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Justin Bieber wrote a song called Lonely, and he mm-hmm. has millions, billions of followers. Yeah. Everyone knows mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, but he is sadly very lonely. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, why? Like, why are we lonely? Um, and, yeah, I mean, if you want to share all about, mm-hmm. like, why do you think we experience loneliness? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, with the example you gave, it's, like, loneliness isn't necessarily, like, being alone, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we've all, like, been in a room of, like, our closest friends, and it's, like, you can still feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, just kind of, like, divorcing that idea between, like, being alone and experiencing loneliness. It's, like, you know, a lot of times they coincide, but mm-hmm. loneliness is an emotion, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like a state of mind. It's not necessarily like a state of being, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can be with people or without people. And so, mm. um, yeah. And so like with most emotional states or mental states, it's, um, it's comes from lies from mm-hmm. Satan. And so, um, yeah, I think today we're just going to talk about like, um, 
what those lies are and, and just how to balance like quiet time and alone time mm-hmm. and, you know, community um, and how that, how loneliness mm-hmm. you know, feeds into that. So. I'm excited about that because mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, it all plays together. It's like there's a part of it, maybe you don't have a say in your loneliness mm-hmm. and there's something you need to do or maybe it's like, or sorry, if you don't have a say, then it's how you should react to it. Mm-hmm. But if you do have a say, maybe there is something you should do to mm-hmm. counteract that. Yeah. And so, um, like you said, it's because of sin we experience mm-hmm. loneliness. And the Bible says we weren't made to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, we it's not okay for man to be alone. And so it may sound like sometimes we really like talking about these really sad topics, depression, <laughs> mundane, yeah. loneliness, and we really don't like to talk about it, but we want to help for me to do this and for mm-hmm. you to like, and for people listening to walk through this in a way that is, um, taking us closer to God. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we aren't satisfied even if we have people in the room because of sin. Like you said, if I'm in a giant party, I could mm-hmm. be really alone. Mm-hmm. Like we want to be heard. We want to be seen. Yeah. We want to feel like someone actually gets us. Mm-hmm. And so when we feel like those needs aren't being met, we can feel mm-hmm. lonely and so I think it's almost like a paradox of like the more famous you become, the more lonely people tend to be or feel like they're alone mm-hmm. because no yeah. one can actually mm-hmm. relate to them. And a lot of the people that don't have it, you know, maybe just have one friend, mm-hmm. maybe feel never alone. Um, but there's also this, we'll talk about the spiritual side. But I want to start by asking, when have you experienced loneliness? Mm-hmm. And you can just share your experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, so times of loneliness, I think, um, probably like some loneliest times were when I was, um, like doing like ministry by myself, Mm -hmm. um, my sophomore year of college last year, I was, um, just trying to do a lot of stuff by myself. And so I was trying to meet with people and a lot of that is like getting shut down by people. People saying, I don't want to hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, that is like a really you know, gross feeling, you yeah. know, for sure. For um, anyone. Yeah. And, and so like, I still had like my friends and, you know, like I still had, you know, people to be around, but it's still like, I felt that loneliness of like, okay, like why aren't people wanting to hang out with me? Why aren't people wanting to, you know, engage in the gospel mm-hmm. with me? And so, um, I just remember like praying to God, like, God, just give me like one godly man to either help in ministry mm-hmm. or that, you know, wants to, be discipled, wants accountability. Um, and so, yeah, I just remember mm. that was a very lonely time of my life. So Yeah. So you were living at U of I mm-hmm. and really you didn't really know that many Christians at U of I. Mm-hmm. So, and then also, I mean, like living situation, yeah. mm-hmm. who are you living with? Yeah, I was living with a friend from high school who's not a Christian, uh-huh. um, have known him, you know, a long time. And yeah. so it was just kind of like, I, I couldn't, you know, Every time I was with him, it felt like mm-hmm. I wanted to engage him with the gospel, but it wasn't yeah. like community, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was very, uh, you know, yes, um, energy draining. Because you need a place to feel like I'm being built up, like mm-hmm. there's people that are yeah. pointing into mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, no, I can definitely relate mm-hmm. to that too of times when um, you feel like you're you're alone. Mm-hmm. I think last year, and he, I talked to Clark too, and he mm-hmm. was saying like, yeah, I felt that same way last mm-hmm. year of like, I mean, he was living in his uh, fraternity, which, I mean, was great. Like, he had a ton of, like, super awesome conversations Mm -hmm. with guys on, like, what is Christianity? But at the same time, it's like, 
he didn't feel like he was being built up. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's, it's important for that to happen. So even being around people, um, we can have that. Um, I had Corona, mm-hmm. and this is the biggest propeller for why I started this episode, <laughs> yeah. got the ball rolling. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I, at the end of it, I said I was really lonely <laughs> and <laughs> I was a lot of emotions. I was angry at myself mm-hmm. and, um, at whatever. Yeah. And I felt a lot of loneliness and a lot of that was because I, I, it was the way I viewed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have gone into that and felt less alone. And so, um, yeah, so there's a story I want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah and her loneliness. So Sarah in the Bible, we've been going through the Old Testament. You're doing mm-hmm. a 90-day reading plan. Yeah. I mean, what's that like? I'm very behind, <laughs> and I just started Deuteronomy, so. That's like 15 chapters a day. Yeah, I mean, that's like, like that. Huge. Yeah. So you've been doing it. I've been, I'm going very slowly. I don't think I'm going to do it in 90 days. Mm-hmm. But so this is the story of Leah. So if you remember Jacob, there's Jacob and Esau. Jacob steals the blessing. Jacob leaves. You know, he's, his brother wants to kill him, so he leaves, goes to a foreign land, and he goes to his uncle. He's going to work for his uncle, and he sees his daughter, his, his beautiful daughter, Rachel. And he's like, I want Rachel. I want to marry Rachel. And he's like, work for me seven years. And he's like, all right, whatever. And you can kind of see Jacob's really desperate. Mm-hmm. And he's in the translation, he's really blunt. He says, so I can go into her. Mm-hmm. And even if, like... They have to kind of dumb that down in the translation because it's kind of graphic. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, he's like really desperate if that's a picture you get. Mm-hmm. He works seven years. He gets Leah, her, the younger, or sorry, the older sister, and it says that she has weak eyes. So it means a couple of things. It probably meant she was either um, cross-eyed or just really um, unattractive. So imagine your whole life, your younger, beautiful sister, everyone wants her. And no one wants you. You're you're never wanted. And then you get married to this guy that wanted your sister. And so imagine that. And then so he's like, I still want Rachel. Works another seven years. So now Jacob is married to both these girls. So Leah uh, with weak eyes and then Rachel who is beautiful and figure and um, all that. So that's the predicament we find. So God looks down on Leah and opens up her womb, and she has kids. So the first one, his name was Reuben, and the Lord looked down on her. And after she had Reuben, she was like, now my husband will love me. And then she had a son, Simeon, um, and he, God gives her another son, Levi. And it's like, now my husband will be attached to me. And then um, after that, she had a son named Judah, and it's like, now I will praise the Lord. And so there's something that we can see about loneliness. I think we can, if we like skip over it, we can miss something that's huge. And I, the reason I brought this story is because, I mean, imagine the hole in Leah's heart. You know, she's living with this guy, but she never feels like heard or seen. In fact, the name Reuben means to see, to be seen. The name Simeon means to hear, to be heard. And the name Levi means to attach. So it's like, mm-hmm. now my husband will see me. Now my husband will hear me. Now my husband will attach himself to me. Mm-hmm. And he never does. And the last time she has a kid named Judah, um, she says, now I will praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so in her loneliness, in her, um, when no one could identify with her, she found God. Or in fact, God found her. And she's content in God. Mm-hmm. And you see that she's no longer 
alone. And in fact, Judah is the tribe that Jesus comes from, who will one day crush the serpent's head. And that's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know, when you really think about it, the one that was looked down on and um, that God chose to love. And so the, the simple answer for, you know, how can I deal with my loneliness is that Christ can be the person that satisfies us in our loneliness. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to take us too far into this, but I think I want to kind of talk about, like, how does Jesus satisfy us? How can we do this? How can we go to this? Because um, you're probably listening and being like, <laughs> good for you. You know, yeah, it's like good for, Sarah, or good for Leah that, mm-hmm. you know, God satisfied her and her loneliness. But what about me? And so I think... Um, you got some really good verses for us that would help us through that. Um, so yeah, I mean, you want to talk about those? Yeah. Um, so uh, I have some verses from um, John um, and some verses or one verse from Matthew, but I'm going to go to um, the one, I'm going to go to John uh, chapter eight, verse 29. Um, and so when we look at this, I, I want us to kind of um, just understand how Jesus saw loneliness or like, mm-hmm. like how Jesus, um, felt, I guess, like when he was alone or when yeah. he was with people. Cause when you look at it, you know, Jesus was rejected by his own people and, you know, no one understood him the way. Like you he should have felt lonely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah out of anybody. Sure. And so it's like, okay, so then how does he cope with that? How does mm-hmm. he deal with that? Um, and so John chapter eight, uh, verse 29 says, and he who sent me the father, he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. And so Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, even though he's rejected by the world, he's mm-hmm. saying, the Father, God is always with me. Mm-hmm. And so um, and so, hopefully that gives a little bit of hope to you. It's yeah. like, okay, like God is with me. Like God is, he loves me. He's, yeah. And like, that's hard, you know, like we want relationships. <laughs> and, you know, we talked about before relationships are good. You know, yes. it's not good that man's alone, but... Um, but yeah, just finding hope and saying like, okay, this is how Jesus was satisfied in his mm. rejection. And so like, therefore, you know, I should at least look in that direction, you know, and try to find sa- like there yes. is satisfaction there. Yeah. I mean, you can almost see it in Jesus' life of like, it was almost a discipline for him because he would be around crowds and like mm-hmm. he would sneak away to be with mm-hmm. his father and for him to feel like, all right. You know, it's not these people, but mm-hmm. it's God who's the one that's actually going to help me um, be satisfied mm-hmm. and not be alone. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. And and so, like, I want to bring that up, too, where it's like, you know, it's not good that man is mm-hmm. alone. But then you do see where Jesus, you know, a lot of times he, you know, draws withdraws from the crowd so yeah. that he can be alone with God. And so mm-hmm. it's like Jesus saw the importance of being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and huh. so, so that's also why I wanted to divorce that idea of being alone. Is and it lonely. Yeah. yeah. It's like being like some of, and I don't, I don't know if you've experienced this, but yeah. I've definitely experienced times, you know, like there are some moments in quarantine where it's like, I'm by myself, yeah. but it's like, I just feel like so loved by God. And, it's, yes. and so I don't feel that loneliness, even though I am alone. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, which is, I mean, that's where we want, all of us to be people mm-hmm. listening for yeah yeah and so um maybe this next verse will be a little bit more practical or maybe mm-hmm. like more hopeful because you're like okay like 
that's Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, of course he knows yeah. how to, you know, of course he never felt lonely, you know, like he should have felt lonely, but like, of course he knows, like he can just talk to the father and he'll talk to him, you yeah. know, like that's a special case. Like he's got that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to read uh, Matthew 28, um, verse 20. Okay. Um, and so this is the Great Commission. So Jesus is, you know, telling his disciples this. His last thing before he's, he's peacing out. Yeah, he's, he's about to leave. But, yeah. but before that, he says... Um, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, right? And then he says, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And then at the end of that, he says, and behold, I am with you always mm-hmm. to the end of the age. Yeah. And so it's like with our union with Christ, you mm-hmm. know, like being with Christ, it's like we constantly have that same mm. access to the Father that exactly. Jesus has. And so like can't just say, oh, you know, it's special case. It's like we have that same access through Dude. Jesus. Bless up bless up (laughs) yeah praise god for that Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes we think of like oh if only jesus was here Mm -hmm. and i mean that would be awesome but the bible says that we have the same power living Mm -hmm. in us right now Mm -hmm. so we can god is living with us and sometimes i think we just underestimate the power of the holy spirit to one i mean God calls him the comforter. Mm-hmm. He calls him the helper, yeah. the, the the spirit of truth. Mm-hmm. And there's more words I could give, but I'm, I'm sure if you think of any, sprout them out. But like, yeah. it's it's God living with us. And so mm-hmm. when, yeah, I think when you, when you see that, it gives you um, power. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gives you like to go out and do say hard things. Cause it's like, it's not my words. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Jesus. It's, yeah. it's him living in me. It's God living in mm-hmm. me. All right, we're back. So Caleb dropped off Kyle uh-huh. <laughs> from, he had to go to work and, and then he, I impulse bought some McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. So he came back. I was like, I, I got some McDonald's for us. So we <laughs> just had a McDonald's uh, chicken and sandwich break. Mm. Um, <laughs> I think you do this really well, though, coming back to the topic mm-hmm. about loneliness, Caleb, in your life. Like, you were able to be in that situation mm-hmm. where it, the loneliness could have driven you to do probably some pretty sinful things, yeah. but instead you were like, God, you are the one that satisfies mm-hmm. me. And, like, I just want to keep talking about this because it's so hard to get to that point. And mm-hmm. I, I think the thing we have to understand is we can't, get to that point through grit. Like, we can't be like, all right, yeah. I'm going to be mm-hmm. tougher. I'm going to be yeah. not lonely. All of a sudden, I am not lonely. Because uh-huh. that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so, and just like, in my own life, when I was a freshman in college, I came in and I knew about close to no one. I knew a few people. Mm-hmm. And I was going to church, like one of the first Sundays there mm-hmm. by myself. So I'm in the dorms, wake up. Have to walk to my car because my car is not outside. You know, it's like kind of a yeah, pain yeah, when you're yeah. a, a freshman to get your car, honestly. And so I'm here at a new city. I'm about to go to a church where I don't know anyone really. You know, I'm about to sit down next to strangers. And anyways, on my way to church, I'm driving by myself. For the last you know 18 years of my life, I went to church with my family. Mm-hmm. My family would ride with me, and that's the way it would go. Uh, I'm driving by myself, and during that time, I felt the most non-alone like I I felt Mm -hmm. so happy and I was like God like he just like filled my heart with so Mm -hmm. much joy and I just think that like it's just one of those memories that stands out like I was not alone even though I was maybe alone yeah I was not lonely you know I did not Mm -hmm. feel that emotion yeah which is super awesome and I want you guys to feel that too and this isn't because 
I'm awesome, and I'm about to share why this happens. Uh, but one more story. In Desiring God, there's this guy. Um, I don't remember his name. I think it's maybe it's Judson, Adam, Adam Ryan Judson or something, mm-hmm. but one of these missionary dudes. And he's like ministering these people, these, um, you know, these foreign people. Um, and all of a sudden they get angry at him and they're about to kill him. Like this guy, um, he's going to die and he hides in a tree and he hides in that tree for 12 hours, 24 hours. And during that time, you can hear like the muskets firing all around him and people chasing after, um, looking for him. And he said that in that time of tenseness, he found the most peace and he was the time he was most comforted by God, like Jesus, he said, was right there with him. And he said that if he could go back to that moment, like he would, because he hasn't experienced that much comfort and companionship from God uh, since that time. So I think you learn a really cool thing. And this is where I'm going to share it. In John 17, um, Jesus is talking. He's having this awesome prayer about how he's going, why his death is going to matter. Like, why is he he going to the cross? He's kind of wrestling with God. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, like, I came to give them joy so that your joy may be full. I came to lay down my life. And so he's saying, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me the glory that you have given me, I have given to them, and they may be one even as we are one. I and them, and you and me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and love me, love them as you love me. Um, and he keeps going, but um, I'll stop there. So John 17, check it out. But what he's saying is there's this glory and this communion that he has, that he had for all of eternity, and that his death is going to purchase the the oneness, the, the companionship, the friendship that we were always seeking, the affirmation that we always wanted mm-hmm. that I never seemed to get. And so um, that's purchased by Jesus, mm-hmm. accessed through faith in Jesus mm-hmm. by trusting in him. And it's simple. I mean, that's as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, you got Lamentations 3 pulled mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think, like, a lot of this, you know, like, you're probably listening to this and you're like, yeah, like, I agree with yeah. that. And you're like, that's cool. How does that work out? But how does that work out? Yeah. And so, like, I, I, I mentioned earlier um, that because loneliness is a state of mind, you know, it's lies from the devil. And so, mm-hmm. the best way to combat that and, you know... Dayton and I will both, mm-hmm. you know, die by this is scripture memory. Yeah. Um, and just like <laughs> it's scripture, so you know? Yeah. And, and so, um, so one lie that at least I've, ex, you know, experienced, and I think it's a very common lie mm-hmm. is that um, when you feel loneliness is you feel that it will never end. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like kind of a loneliness. It's like, wow, like this is going to um, kill me. You know, this is going to be the end or whatever. Yeah. And so... Uh, that's a lie. Mm. And so Lamentations um, really does a good job of um, just kind of setting up the loneliness, you know, just kind of the despair. But then the the writer, uh, Jeremiah, says, um, he says this. Let me just read part of it. Um, so he's talking about, you know, how he's miserable and, you know, like people are wanting to mm-hmm. kill him. And then he says in verse 21, 
He says, but this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Hmm. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Um, And then later on, um, it says, the Lord is good to those who wait for him, Hmm. to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Hmm. Lord. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, it's like in your loneliness, it's like, it's temporary. You know, it's like God is steadfast and he is, Hmm. he is um, like loving, you know? And, and so like, he's not just going to leave you there and in loneliness, it's like, um, like there is an end to it, you know, and there is, it's like, everyone is going to feel loneliness at some point um, because of sin. And so it's like, just to hang, hang on to that. And so I think this is a great, you know, couple verses to memorize. Dude, Lamentations 3, yeah, 22 through 25, Mm -hmm. memorize that. I don't think you expected to come to a podcast on trusting God and loneliness to find out I need to become more disciplined in scripture memory, but I hope that's something that you realize mm-hmm. of like, this is something that if you have no control over some part of loneliness, even if you are you, like, you're doing everything you can, mm-hmm. like take these things in mind and fight for it. And David does a really similar thing in Psalm 73. He's like, when I thought he's like, talks about how everyone hates him, you know, people are seeking to kill him. When I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. But until I discerned, until I went up to the sanctuary of God, then I discerned therein. And he ends up by saying, whom have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on earth that I desire besides you. And I don't know how you can else you can get to that place without going to the sanctuary of mm-hmm. God. You know, without going to, to his truth. And like you said, because we just like to tell ourselves these lies of like, mm-hmm. man, no one's ever going to understand me. I'm yeah. always going to be like this. And mm-hmm. there's no way um, we can get out of that without taking ourselves. Even like modern psychology says, instead of like emptying our minds in the morning, we should be filling them up with mm-hmm. something in order to, um, for them to become a better person. And, sure. um, but yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, do you have anything else with that? Are there situations when I should be doing something, you know, like, is there, are there other things I can do to help me in my loneliness? That's another way to word it, I guess. Um, I, well, I, I think a lot of people's and, you know, even myself, it's like, everybody's reaction, mm-hmm. gut reaction is like people. You exactly. Know? <laughs> that, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's always like, okay, I need to get some people, you know, I need to post them on Instagram. So I, I need get a those girlfriend. Life. I need a girlfriend, dude. Like I need, I need a <laughs> wife, you know, but, um, but like we just see like, you know, we were talking about earlier. It's like Jesus would withdraw, yeah. you know, and it's like, yeah, like people in community is good, but um, mm. don't just, you know, knee jerk reaction. Like I need to, yeah. Fill myself with all these things. It's like truly like turn to God and just have faith that um he has that satisfaction mm. waiting for you. Um, yeah. And so and you know that's really hard. Um you know. It's a discipline. Yeah, it really is. And so that I don't know. That's I think what you learn too is that like those things aren't going to be the answer because mm-hmm. it's like there's tons of married people yeah. that are lonely. Oh yeah. You know, and there's tons of um, popular people like Roland, like we talked about, Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a, a great thing to kind of um, live by. 
um, at the same time while realizing those are good things, mm-hmm. you know? Because when you have that heart of like, hey, you know, God is with me. God, he sees me, he understands me. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, then you can start to go out and be like, hey, like, these people are benefiting me. Like, God is showing me things about him or, like, stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Yeah. You mentioned at the beginning about lo- uh, community. Mm-hmm. Was there anything you wanted to talk about that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have different views on community. Mm-hmm. Um, some people um, see that community is, like, scary or, you know... Like, uh, like I don't want to deal with all these people. Yeah. And some people are like, heck yeah, community, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, like we were talking about earlier, it's just like finding that balance of like, yeah. okay, people and community. And then like, also like being alone with God. Yes. Um, and so, yeah. I, it's I different know. for each person. Yeah, definitely. And so it's like just being, you know, truthful to yourself, just kind of like, okay, do I need people, you know, or mm-hmm. do I need to be alone right now, yeah. you know, and just spend time with God? Um, and so, yeah, j- and that just takes time, you know, like yep. to introspection and stuff yep. like that. So, and I would say just look at your Google calendar or like look at what you did the last day and mm-hmm. kind of like divvy it up. Like how much of this is alone? How much of this mm-hmm. is with people? Yeah. And I think that could be a helpful mm-hmm. barometer for like, cause, um, yeah, I don't know. There's some things out of your control, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. um, just that might be helpful. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I'm about to wrap it up then. If Sounds good. Maybe, I don't know, hopefully it's not too short. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> concise. Concise, short and concise. Well, I hope you guys go out and get yourselves a chicken, spicy McChicken sandwich too. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're good. Because it was really <laughs> good. Um, okay, as a, as a verse to finish up, this verse was one that I kind of took to heart, and it really helped me says, lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And so you're going to lack no no fellowship, or you're going to lack no companionship, no friendship. You will be seen, you will be heard. And um, yeah, lions suffer want and hunger, but you won't if you seek the Lord. You know, you won't have those lack, and it's a cool thing. Cool. All right, well, you want to end off and say, well, and that's how you trust God, bro? And that's that's how you trust God, bro. bro.